time. I just wanted to get this out because I feel like if I don't do it now, I won't do it. Also, one of my uh, headphones is kind of doing a weird thing. I don't know what that's doing. Um, so anyway, I really wanted to talk to you guys tonight about another, this is sort of a bad movie episode as well as kind of like just kind of talking about something I really like, which is actually um, a show from the 80s called Gem and the Holograms. Now, so first of all, when I was, you know, created and born, Gem and the Holograms was well into syndication. So do not think that, oh God, you're old. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I am, but I, oh, it's hard to say, but, um, I'm not Jim and the Holograms old. Jim and the Holograms is long, well, somewhat long before my time, not too long before my time, but it was not producing any new episodes by the time I was able to comprehend what Jim was. And I believe it had, like I said, just no new episodes were coming out even when I was like born. So, um, Anyone who's thinking I'm old because I'm mentioning Jim, watch yourself. No, uh, but yeah, so Jim and the Holograms is a really great show in the 80s. Um, the best way for me to describe the show is what would happen if Barbie was a cartoon rock star and then you have Jim and the Holograms. I mean, she basically is Barbie in cartoon form. Hasbro uh, were the ones that uh, were behind Jim and the Holograms as well as... Um, uh, Transformers, and they were making both shows around the same time. So, um, a lot of kids who grew up in the '80s would watch Gem and then watch Transformers. I believe Transformers came on after Gem, so a lot of people kind of either, you know, watched Gem because Transformers was coming on next, or they watched Transformers and process what was trying to process what was going on in the episode by the end of it, and then Gem would come on, and they're like, "What?" I know a lot of guys who grew up in the '80s who were really like Gem because Transformers, so they say anyway. Um, yeah, Gem was a really cool show, uh, basically about this girl named Jerrica Benton, who she, her sister, Kimber, um, they had just inherited their father's record company called Starlight Enterprises or Industries, whatever it was, um, along with their two friends, Aja and um, Sh Shayna, Shayna, there we go, Shayna. I was gonna call her Shauna, but I was like, no, that's my coworker's name. Her name is Shayna, uh, who was my cousin's name is Shane. So it was, yeah. Um, but what was really cool about the show was like, you know, you have these four girls who are basically taking care of these foster kids in this home called Starlight. It was like a Starlight home for foster kids. And uh, what ends up happening is Jerrica is trying to get her father's record company, right? It belongs to her, but this guy is trying to buy her out. Um, and his name is, what is his name? Eric Raymond, Eric Raymond. And he owns, I believe he owns another record company or he, he either works in Starlight or he works for another like rival company, something like that. Um, and he has a client named Pizzazz and she's the leader of the Misfits and it's Pizzazz, Stormer, and Jetta comes in later. Who's the other girl? Roxy, Roxy. Is it Roxy? Yes, it's Roxy. Yeah, so it's it's Pizzazz, Roxy, and Stormer. Anyway, so they're like the rival group to Jem. So they're, they're the bad kids to Jem and, and her and her clan. Now, how Jem fits in is, okay, so Jerrica Benton, like I said, she takes over her father's company. She ends up finding this program called Synergy, which is this basically a holographic woman. She can make 
holographic images appear and she can turn you into something different. If you like, you have, there's these earrings that work with synergy. They work in unison to create what synergy is. And anytime Jerrica puts on the earrings, she says Showtime Synergy and becomes Gem, this amazing pink haired rock star. And she's got all these great clothes. And she's also got a boyfriend named Rio, not, not Gem, Jerrica has like this guy named Rio that she's seeing who also ends up liking Gem and it's just really weird. Anyway, the show is a hit, it's, it's a bop. The, the music is great, a lot of effort was put into it. In fact, I would say not enough effort in some ways. Um, because I actually really love the music from Gem and the Holograms. Like, the Gem's theme song is iconic. I don't care what anybody says. That theme song from Gem and the Holograms is actually iconic. Like, you can find YouTube videos where people are making parodies of this, th this theme song. You can find, I think it was even on a list of, like, some of the greatest cartoon like openings or whatever and I think that song made it like anytime you hear gem gem is excitement it's tiring I'm tired so I can't sing right now but girl let me tell you I can get down to that song but anytime you hear that song you just you know it's a good time right so the show is full of character it's it's an action-packed show it's so over the top and dramatic which is why dude almost every single episode gem and her friends are put in like serious danger like they could almost die because you have eric and the misfits who are trying to take over gem's company right so they're trying to do all these crazy things and mind you most of the time they're not actually trying to kill her <laughs> but some things that go down in the show it's like no you would try to kill her like this one episode which is one of my favorites because they have a song in there called click clash with pizzazz and, and the, the misfits and i love that song um but anyway, so Eric sends one of his goons to like set up a bomb in, in the house, right? In the Starlight house or whatever. And it's crazy because like, like they try to like blow up the house with people inside. I'm like, that's no, that no, 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 you're murderers. So there's like, there's this crazy stuff that happens in the show. But anyway, so it's a really great show, really awesome. And in, I think 2014, 2015, there were rumors of a movie coming out and people were so excited because it's gem like what what made gem so iconic is the music the fashion the style she's truly outrageous which is like her catchphrase and you really end up loving the show and also because it has like a mixed cast right like you know everyone's got crazy colored hair but then when you think about like the girls of gem and the holograms especially when you come into season two and and um raya is added you get these different colored girls. You have Jem and Kimber who are both Caucasian, but then you have Shayna who I believe was like partially inspired by like Whitney Houston and possibly even like a little Tina Turner as well, um, who's African-American. You have Aja who is Asian-American. Um, so you have these different characters and then you have uh, Rhea who I believe is Hispanic. Um, and so you have these different characters in this show. And like I said, it's, it's really cool. I mean, I'm not saying like it, it was innovative because other TV shows did the same thing. Captain Planet, I can think of. A lot of other shows did that too. But still, it was really cool. It was different because girls were like the main characters in these film, this show, right? Like there were no boys doing all the cool things that the girls could do. It was strictly the girls. The girls were the bad guys. The girls, besides, besides Eric Raymond and besides Rio, the girls were the bad guys and the good guys. Like you rooted for Rio, but Rio was kind of like, like blah you rooted for well you i didn't root for eric i thought eric Raymond was trash and you had like other guys in the show too um that kind of made appearances but like nobody was like the girls the girls 
ruled this show. And what I liked about it was there was just as much action and things like that as there was in Transformers. So it wasn't this show where like girls had to be pretty and cute like Barbie. They could be Barbie, but they could be like, you know, a superhero too. It, it, it'd be like if something like Wonder Woman and Barbie were like mixed into one show that was Jim and the Holograms because the girls were still action. Like the show was still action packed. They didn't always need a guy to save them. They could come up with their own solutions to things. They could kick their own butt if they needed to. And it was cool. And that's why you even like the Misfits because the Misfits, like they didn't take very much crap from people either. Especially the fourth member, Jetta. When Jetta came in, Jetta took no crap from anybody. Like she was the poser, but she took no crap. So anyway, you know, there's this announcement that Jim and the Holograms is going to be made into a movie. And it's 2015, right? We've, we have lived in the age of like that. So Raven, Hannah Montana, showing, you know, like there's certain elements of Jim in these other shows, especially Hannah Montana. So you're thinking like, okay, if they're going to bring back Jim and the Holograms, they have to do this amazing, right? There's, there's no way they could mess this up. No way. And then we get the movie that is Jim and the Holograms. And This movie, you guys, <laughs> this movie is, is, look, I, I won't say I don't enjoy it because I've actually seen it a few times and I actually, there are parts of it. I'm going to actually eat a strawberry because I have a strawberry next to me. Um, and excuse me. I know this is super rude. Um, so, hmm. oh, it's actually really cold. There are parts of this film that are enjoyable. I, when I watch this movie, I try to take the gem and the holograms part out of it, which I know is the whole point I'm watching this, right? But I try to take that element out of it. And what you have is another basically generic Nickelodeon Disney-esque movie film, um, be it theatrical or like a decom or something, is genuinely, genuinely what you have. Um, it's the same story. It's about this girl and her sisters who basically like live with their aunt and are um basically trying to become some sort of famous um like off of youtube so it's it's very like modern day you know which, which like i said gem and the holograms take place in the 80s so i'm not really complaining that it's very modern because if gem and the holograms gem and the holograms was a show of its time so it makes sense that the movie would would re, re, like reflect its time too which is modern day but they made the girls these young teenage girls which will like about to hit adulthood at some point girls where in the show gem and the holograms i should have added this they were like adults jerica benton was a full-grown adult um like i said she was like barbie but on 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 you know on a cartoon show um and they did have like young teenage girls and they did talk about substance abuse on the show and stuff. They like, they talked about different things on the show that were important. Um, but in this movie, you just kind of get these teenage girls who they're just trying to become famous by any means, except for the main girl who's Jerrica. Um, she's not really trying to become famous. She just wants to be kind of left alone. She loves to sing, but she doesn't really want that to be, you know, her big thing. Um, in the show, you know, Aja, Aja and, and Shayna, I believe, don't live with, well, they do live with Gem, I believe they do live all together, but they have their own separate lives. You know, the, this movie tries to make them out to be basically sisters, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but at the same time, it's just very like, 
blah, I guess. Um, again, there, <laughs> I'm going to bring this up any, like anytime I see it happening in movies, as I mentioned with the brats, how they kind of like, you know, whitened up the girls. They do the same thing in this, except I wouldn't say with Aja. I feel like she was perfectly cast. In fact, Aja is very light in the show. So they actually went darker with the casting of Aja, which is great. I love that. But with Shayna, they made her very, very light skin. And I'm not saying that like, like that, you know, is a terrible thing. I'm saying that like, again, it's a, it's a, it's a pattern of behaviors I've seen in movies where the black girl, like, you know, the black representation has to be light skin. And it does, it does, it does bother me. Cause I, I do think that a lot of times it is done intentionally. Um, like for example, Sasha in Bratz, she was very light skinned compared to Sasha in the actual like show and the doll. And like I said, that was something that was like, all the girls though in 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 brats were were done that way they were all like the lightest versions of themselves and then when it came to gem and the holograms it seemed like it was just Shayna. Shayna's character didn't even really remind me of Shayna that much and that's i mean again they're younger girls but i don't know i just felt like the Shayna on the show that I liked, I just felt like she was very strong. And I'm not saying that the girl, I have nothing against the girl in this movie. I think she was, she does her job great. It's just, I don't know. To me, this, there was nothing wrong with it, the way the show went that they need to change so many things about it. Um, the least critique that I have for this movie. So we, we meet Eric Raymond and it's now Erica Raymond, who's played by Juliette Lewis. And I don't care the, about the fact that they changed his sex. That means absolutely nothing to me. I think Juliette Lewis is a great actress. I just wish that she was more like Eric. Like she has jerky moments in the film, of course. And again, this is an, inter I should say this from the jump. This is an inter introductory film. They planned on making a sequel. However, did you really? <laughs> the reason why I ask, if they really did is because they took so many of the elements that made the show amazing and just did not put them into this movie. Yes, the elements are there. If you squint, you can see it, but that like, you don't want to go into a gem and the holograms movie squinting to see if you can find what's from the show, right? Like to me, look, me and my friends, we were so into this. We all went to the premiere in wigs. I'm like, I wore my long rainbow wig with these huge pumps too. Like not, they weren't pumps, but they were like these huge, like, like concert boots that I have, like super huge. Like me, I don't normally do that. Like I, I have wigs and stuff. But I normally don't wear them too much out in public. I've done it a few times. Um, and I, when I, when I'm in this particular wig, my name is Prism. And yes, I was inspired by Jim and the Holograms to create my own character named Prism. It is what it is. Fight me. But I wore this wig. My friends wore their wigs. They showed, they showed up in makeup. We looked truly outrageous. Like when we went to the theater, everybody knew what we were there to see. We were Gem and the Holograms at the theater, like straight up. Um, and it was, it was, it was fun. It was a fun time, but we watched this movie and it was just so generic. There was nothing about it. Like, I don't know, like, you know, a lot of people don't like the new Power Rangers movie. And I, I, I can see both sides. I can see why people don't care for it as much. And I can see why people do like it. Like to me, there's, there's both sides of that. But if you tell me like, you don't like Jim and the Holograms, the movie, even though I've watched it and I have, there's enjoyable things about it. I automatically disagree with you. I don't have time to argue with you and tell you why it's not good. I just don't. I'm like, I agree because 
Like, at least the Power Rangers movie had some elements of it that makes you feel like this was Power Rangers. There was nothing about Jim and the Holograms that made me feel like it was Jim and the Holograms. Nothing. The music was all original for the film, which is great, I guess. But the songs in the show were awesome, so you didn't need to really do that if you didn't want to. Um, I appreciate them adding full-fledged songs. Like, I love Young Blood. It's a good song. Um, There's the other one, Back the Way I Was, whatever. That was a good one, too. But you had iconic songs. You don't even have the theme song in this movie. You don't, you have, you like, you reference it. Like you, you know, you say certain things, but you don't like, what? Nobody feels like themselves. Rio does not feel like Rio. By the way, in this movie, Eric, Erica is Rio's mother. Where in the show, Eric and Rio are two different characters. They're in no ways related. So whatever. Um, yeah, like there, there's, there's an aunt in the movie where there was no aunt in the show. But again, the reason why there's an aunt in the movie is because they're, they've, age them down to teenagers so they need to be living with somebody until they graduate high school so they made the, the Molly Ringwald character who again I have no problem with being in this film um they're not living in the Starlight Mansion they're living in this regular house in suburbia so there's all the like all the things that there's no roadster in this movie again all the things that made them gem and the holograms were taken out to be more relatable teenage girls and everybody who was a fan of Jim and the holograms was like why did you make this why if you're gonna take everything away from Jim then why did you make this and I feel bad because I think the girls did a great job of what they were given they were all good at their roles I don't think anybody was a terrible actress the main girl bothered me but only because she looked like Kristen Stewart and Kristen Stewart bothers me um but other than that like she's just a victim of looking like Kristen Stewart I think she did a great job with what she had the problem was is what they had was no good there was there like seriously I went back and I watched the movie again and then I watched a few episodes of Jen and I was like there's nothing in this that is like not like synergy so in this movie um synergy's a little robot which in the show she's not she's like again she's like a whole system right but you normally see her like as like this full-fledged like you know artificial looking human character that's not happening in this movie in this movie she's just a she's a robot and she looks just like the robot from earth to echo and a little bit like bb8 so again it's, it's a robot we've seen a million times and it just felt it all just felt very lazy like there were parts of with synergy that were cute but it just felt very just i don't know like this movie just felt too modern where I think Gem is just, the reason why Gem is timeless and it's classic is because it's just good. Like, who wouldn't want to go to the movies and see, like, a rockin' girl from the 80s with pink hair and her whole team and they're just, you know, they're doing their thing? I would have watched it if it was set in the 80s. Heck yeah, I would have. Like, it was, it's a great show. So I would have watched a live-action version of that any day. And if you had a modernized Gem, fine. But make it outrageous, right? Make it, this is Gem. This is the one time that you can truly be you can be truly outrageous and you're just gonna not do that you're gonna like water it down are you kidding me like what no dude like Hasbro whatever you Hasbro Universal who I think put this out whatever you guys were thinking don't think any don't think anymore dude like just don't it'd be like doing a Transformers movie without the Transformers Right? It would just, like, with talking cars instead of them actually turning into Transformers. That's what it would be like. It would be like having a Transformers movie 
without them actually transforming. They're just cars who can talk to you. They can communicate with each other and humans, but they're not, they can't actually transform and do anything because that, you took everything out of Jem that made Jem Jem. The fashion wasn't the greatest. It was cute, but it was teenage fashion. There were only like a few over the top outfits. And yes, you did have both of the original um, voice actress for Jem and the singing actress for Jem in the movie. And that was cool, sure. But again, you just dropped the ball. The misfits, by the way, who are like the main antagonists of this series besides Eric, are not in this movie until the very end. And we find out that the main misfit, who's Kesha, she's Kesha. <laughs> like, that's what, oh, I'm sorry, that was, I, I did that wrong. But the main misfit is played by Kesha. And there's totally an open door for a sequel. But unfortunately, at the time, I think Kesha was going through her thing with Dr. Luke. And so I don't know if that prevented her from coming back. Not to mention that the, the movie didn't do very well. But there was definitely hope that, the, that a sequel would be better. The problem was, is you guys took so much away from the fans from the first movie, nobody cared about a sequel. Because to me personally, I wanted to see a sequel. I feel like a sequel would have definitely made this movie worth it. I just, sometimes even though the first movie is crap, a sequel will really kind of bring it all back into to it, right? Like bring you into it and make you realize, okay, this is just the, the first movie is just the groundwork. They had to lay the origin story groundwork down. And so I think a sequel really, if done correctly, really would have been done right. Because I just felt like Kesha was gonna bring that pizzazz to pizzazz. And she even looked like pizzazz, dude. When she walked out there, I was like, oh, heck yeah, I wanna see this movie. Yes, I wanna see a sequel. And I feel like Juliette Lewis in the sequel would have gone ham as as Eric or Erica. I feel like she would have been way more like, you know, herself. And I think Rio had, you know, he would be adjusting to Jem more. So he'd have a chance to really be Rio from the show. Cause again, a lot of these characters felt like, yeah, at some point they could get to this point of being how they were on the show, but it's just gonna take more time. It's going to take more movies, but because you did not have the elements that made the like the show what it was off the right off the bat, fans are not going to trust you to come back and spend another twelve fifty or fifteen dollars, however much it was in the theater at the time. They're not going to trust you enough to do that because you've already shown them that you can't do much with what you have. And it was cool to see like the Rock make the Rock makes an. I just talked about The Rock in my last my last thing. But The Rock, Chris Pratt, Alicia Keys, some celebrities make appearances in this movie as to be like, you know, to show that Jem is becoming this like rising pop star. And that's cool because, you know, Jem did that in the show. Jem sometimes had like pop stars who emulated other characters. So that was kind of cool. But like I said, you really took so much out of this film. You took away the fact that Jem and, and all the girls of Jem and the Holograms were these, these strong women who had careers, they were doing their own thing. Um, and you turn them into these girls who just want to be pop stars. You know, they like, Jem didn't really want to be a pop star. Just, well, I mean, I guess this happens in, in the movie too, that Jem didn't want to, the show, that Jem didn't want to be a pop star. Like she just, it just kind of fell into her lap. But I don't know, like, I just felt like this, this movie really took so much away from what it could have been. And I don't blame the girls. Um, I don't blame the actors, any of them. I think all of them did their parts to the best of their ability. I just feel like some of them were wrongly cast, mainly the guy playing Rio. Cause Rio in the show is kind of a drama queen. <laughs> He's kind of dramatic, but again, the hair, the clothes, the music, all of that was stripped out of this movie. And that's what made Jem. And I don't think anybody who was at the head, the helm of this film understood that. 
I think they thought that the people who watched Gem in the 80s were dead or just don't care about Gem anymore. So they can totally cater to a whole new audience that would want to see this movie. Except, huh? No kid today needs to go see Gem. Like, they, at the time of this movie, like in 2015, no kid was trying to see Gem. So if you wanted to make a movie to reignite the flame that was Gem and the Holograms, you should have been catering to Gem's fans. Which you have some, like, there's some actual Gem fans that they have in the movie talking about what Gem meant to them. So the fact that you had these recordings of people, and mind you, these could have been actors, I don't think they were. I think these were genuine Gem fans. So you had genuine Gem fans telling you why Gem meant something to them, and you were making a film that doesn't have any of that in it. Or it does have it in it, but it's very watered down to, to cater to a new generation who are more into the Justin Bieber's, the Selena Gomez, the, the Demi Lovato, the, the Miley Cyrus, like those kids. You have the One Direction, I think, was still a thing at the time. Taylor Swift, all those kids. Those kids. Those are different kids than the ones you had in the 80s who were into your Prince, your David Bowie, uh, your Tina Turner, your Madonna, your Janet Jackson, like, you know, people who were serving up just individuality. They wore crazy things. They did things the way they wanted to. Where now it's more of a generic pop machine that you're trying to cater to. And YouTube is a big deal now. And everybody's trying to become famous on that. Like, it just, it just didn't feel as organic and has like I said, outrageous as Jem did. So that's the only, like, that's the only downside to me. Well, that's a huge downside of this movie to me. Um, is it worth a watch? Yeah, I'd say once or twice. Like I said, I've seen it a couple times because every time I watch it, I keep thinking of what could I have done to make this better? I always do that. I always watch films and I think, okay, Stefan, what would you do as a wannabe director and as a writer? How would you fix this? To me, even if I was working with them and they said, no, we have to keep the girls this age, we have to keep them, uh, you know, that that age, fine. We'll keep them that age. Fine. We'll, we'll, we'll make them teenagers. Sure. That might be appealing to a new demographic. Fine. But give them the outrageous hair. Give them the outrageous looks. Give them the confidence. Give them, give them a better synergy, I think. Really show that. Really, you know... And yeah, there might be those people who find the kinks in it. Obviously, there's kinks in Gem and the Holograms and how it works and how synergy works and stuff like that. But still, there are still really cool ways that you could have done this, that you could have made this movie. And I just think the way that they did it just didn't feel like Gem. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, if you would have kept it in the 80s instead of having to go modern with all the high-tech things we have today that, you know, Gem could have been found out much quicker, um, you could have just all that didn't need to be addressed, right? You could have just kept it like a live action version of the show, mirroring the show, which is what people want to see. For some reason, some people think that, you know, modern audiences don't want to see the nostalgia of their childhood on screen reflected at them in the live action version. It's like, are you kidding? Of course they do. Disney gets so much crap for a lot of their live action films because they're not doing a live action copy of what they've done in the past. And I do get why they want to take those creative liberties. However, I think Disney does it far better than Hasbro did it with Jim. I can't really speak on Transformers because I wasn't the biggest Transformers fan, not for very long. And I, did, I didn't really bother with most of the film, so I can't really speak too much on Transformers. But when it came to Jem, Jem threw everything that made Jem out of the window. I haven't seen a Disney movie really do that. Like, I have my problems with Maleficent, the Maleficent movies, because of, like, it turns the story on its head. But at least at least the qualities of some of the things are still there, right? You have shot by shot 
of the Maleficent scene where she, you know, goes to the christening for Aurora. Shot by shot, you're giving us, and even line by line, you're giving us what we've seen in the original. Now, the rest of the movie has some issues, but you at least give us that much. In Gem and the Holograms, they didn't even give us that. There was no scene that was directly taken from Gem the TV series because you basically threw that out for no reason. And like I said, anybody who's watched Gem and the Holograms TV show can see this movie, deserve, this deserved to be a movie. But that, no. I've even seen like, there's even a creator who's done a whole doll version of Gem and the Holograms, the movie, like with, with actual Gem and the Hologram dolls and other Barbies that they put together. And even that is better and more outrageous and gem-like than that movie. A movie that was done on YouTube with dolls. A movie that was like done on YouTube with dolls with, with the voices dubbed over was even better than that movie when it comes to being about gem. I've seen fan-made movies on YouTube about gem with, with actors coming in and trying to be like gem and the holograms and all of those, all of those are better than that movie when it comes to gem. Cause again, I'm not trashing the movie and saying it's a terrible movie. I'm saying it's terrible because it's gem. It's terrible because it's trying to be Gem and the Holograms. And that's what it comes off as. As It comes off more as a YouTube movie of these kids who just basically are fans of Gem. Like, if this was a fan-made film, I'm like, this is cute. This is, this is passable. But because it was done by an actual studio and it was done by the studio that did Gem the TV series, it's laughable. Because it's like, you guys don't even, you guys weren't even trying. Like... But anyway, um, that's the end of this one. So Jim and the Holograms, you can watch it now um, on Netflix. If you guys have Netflix, you can watch it there. I'm not sure if you can watch it on Prime. You cannot watch it on Disney Plus, obviously. Um, but you can watch it on, like, I think, I want to say Netflix for sure. Possibly Hulu, possibly Prime. And yeah, go in. What I would do, honestly... Watch a few episodes of Gem and the Holograms. I'm not sure where you can find those episodes. Possibly some on YouTube. Um, I don't know like where Hasbro, Hasbro has their stuff. I've looked on, like, I have the Gem and the Hologram complete series on DVD. My friend bought it for me. Shout out to you, Mariah. I love you. She bought it for me a few years back for my birthday. So I have the whole, the whole series. But um, I don't know where you can find episodes of Gem. But like I said, I would look on YouTube to see if they have any. I'm surprised they don't have any on uh, Netflix considering. It was on Netflix for a while and they took it off. Uh, maybe they should put it back on now that the movie's on, on there. I think they should do that. But um, give it a watch. Give the, give at least watch the first like four episodes to get a sense of what I'm talking like to get us into the show watch at least the first four episodes then you go watch this movie because you'll see how none of what made Gem the holograms from the action the music the fashion uh that made Gem Gem is in this is in this movie it's it, it's not there um but yeah, so go ahead and do yourself a favor and watch that and tell me what you think. Like, well, you can't tell me what you think, but some of you who have me on different social medias, if you haven't seen that, do yourself a favor, watch a few episodes, at least the first three to four, then watch the movie and you tell me, spot the difference, <laughs> spot the difference, that's all I have to say. But anyway, guys, uh, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Thank you for finding an interest in this podcast. If you guys like these, I'm going to be doing so many more. I will be getting into Troll 2. I will be getting into The Room, talking about other bad movies that I've seen. And yeah, uh, Robert, I know you're out there. I appreciate you, buddy, so much. I love your podcast. You guys make sure to check him out. Um, 
I think it's called the Chew Cast, if I'm correct. The Chew Cast, it's a great podcast. He talks about nerdy things as well, just like I do. He just seems to have a lot more fun doing it because he's got a whole bunch of guests on there. Um, and shout out to all of his guests, Jordan, uh, Jake. I love you guys. Miss you guys. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. Have a great night or morning, wherever you are. Peace.